Well, it's a new month and 2023 is nearly over. I think we're all going to be glad to see this year end. It has been quite a challenging year in a series of years that have brought us to the brink of total chaos and new levels of awareness. We may have to see the dark to know where to shine the light, and we found out just how much darkness there really was. We're also in the final months of Pluto and Capricorn, and the revelation is not over yet. November ushers in some relative calm after the storms of October and its two eclipses, and that will be a relief. It's time to survey what's still standing and decide what is relevant and resonant and replace what is not. If you're feeling tired, wired, overwhelmed, and overburdened, you're not alone. We're all tired, but it's not time to give up or give in because brighter days are ahead of us and the light always overtakes the darkness. We'll look at the November energies this week in the November Energy Report. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Hoffman, former business, finance, and technology expert turned spiritual warrior and High Vibes Living mentor. And I want to show you how to engage your High Vibes Living to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience via my weekly Enlightening Life newsletter and my leading-edge programs, masterclasses, accurate intuitive sessions, and the best life and energy coaching available anywhere. I'm the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention, and the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your life brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast, and I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates and energizes you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. November is a fresh start after October's eclipses, and that's a welcome change. Eclipses always shake things up, reveal what's hidden, bring situations to a head, and challenge us to find new options when what was once a permanent fixture in our lives is reduced to rubble. November brings in the nine energy and like October, it's double nines because November was once the ninth month, Novem means nine, and it's the number of completion. November's themes are energy reclamation and trim, which stands for transformation, release and renewal, intention and integration, mastery and manifestation. And with the retrogrades ending this month, fresh starts and new perspectives are possible. November is the 11th month, but it was the ninth month in the Roman calendar. In 2023, a seven year, November is a nine value, the number of completion. But we need to expand the meaning of completion as we describe it as being over. Look how nine is written. You have the staff and the circle one and zero, beginning and end. One is the word becoming matter and zero is the infinite potential, the morphogenic field of energetic potential waiting for a word to materialize. 
This is the cycle of infinite creation. I find it interesting that basic computer binary code is written with 1 and 0. Completion is more than endings. It is being whole and lacking nothing, being finished, fulfilled, and at peace with what we can say is a perfect masterpiece. Here, perfection is not measured by the outcome, and there is no failure. We have achieved perfection in our performance, our participation, and in what we could accomplish. Within my definition of forgiveness, completion and closure are prominent aspects because completion allows us to move away knowing we have done all we can and our role has been fulfilled. Closure is our acknowledgement that a situation is well and truly over. And completion and closure go hand in hand. We can't have completion without closure and we can't have, have closure without completion. November's themes are reclamation and trim, and both refer to how we connect, align with, and use our energy. Reclamation is the process of reclaiming your energy, and it's a lot more than getting your power back. This is recalling your energy across lifetimes of energy drains, such as grief, disappointments, unmet expectations, drama, trauma, loss, anger, sadness, regret and the whole host of energies that arise with our karmic partners. It is our intention to remove our energetic participation in situations, memories, challenges, and any activity that's draining our energy away from the present moment. Any past hurts or regrets, sorrows or fears, and yes, grief, have a strong stake in our energy flows. They drain energy away from us. We can reclaim that energy and remove ourselves from these karma pathways. Of course, that means we have to abandon all of our karma agendas too. Are we ready for that? We'll know soon enough. This is one situation where the pain of staying where we are has to become so strong that we are willing to step out of our comfort zone and seek new avenues. Since I first started writing in February of 2004, I have said this is the lifetime in which we end our karma and here we are. We are now in Ascension 2.0, a milestone we achieved in January 2022. We've managed to survive a 16-year global Pluto return, which we will fortunately never have to do again, and a variety of historic astrological energy and astro aspects, and a great deal of world chaos. We have been witness to and participants in a great reveal of individual and collective karma. And now that we have seen it and know what it is, our next step is to reclaim our energy, to remove all energetic connection to these karma pathways, and to reclaim our energetic sovereignty and divine blueprint of congruence and divine harmony. Now, this happens on several levels, and the karma we have with others is one area of reclamation. But what about the energy and power we've given away to our own traumas? You know that energy trauma creates grief, and grief is an energy that infests every area of your life with its strong regrets about the past and all of what we've experienced there. This includes situations where we were victimized, disempowered, disrespected, dishonored, and our power dismembered until we had nothing left. It includes those situations in which we were victims and became victimized, forgetting our manifestation abilities 
and succumbing to the motive and inspiration erasing stories of our victimhood. I think I can best describe this by sharing my experience with it from my book, From Victim to Victor. This is from the second chapter of my book, The Victim Within. Do you feel like a victim in your own life or of life in general? Do bad things always happen to you? Do you never get ahead no matter how hard you try? Do you think you were born under an unlucky star because nothing in your life ever goes right? Do you think that all the lucky breaks in the world are enjoyed by everyone else? If that's how you feel about your life, then you're a victim. And do you know what? You may continue to be a victim for the rest of your life because that's what you believe and that is what your beliefs will create in your life, nothing more. In fact, as long as you believe this, nothing in your life will ever change. You will get the same kind of life every day, day in and day out, week after week, month after month, and year after year. I remember a time in my life when things were going extremely badly, and every day a new disaster would bring more drama into my life. Everything was going wrong, and my life was a mess. This was long before I was aware of how my childhood paralysis had crippled my thinking, created my victim mindset, and set me on the path of believing that I would never be able to control my life. Within the first 10 minutes of a conversation, the person I was talking to knew about my five most recent disasters and how hard my life was. It's a little embarrassing when I think back on those days to remember how I unloaded my victim dramas on everyone I met. It was so easy for me to share my victim story and spread my bad tidings to get pity and sympathy. What I didn't know was that until I stopped talking about my victim story, nothing was ever going to change, and I would continue to have never-ending drama that made me feel even more like a victim, and that I was creating it because I believed I was a victim. I was in the middle of a very long, hard victim cycle, and it would take years for me to escape from it. The only people in my life were those whose lives were as bad as or worse than mine, Everyone else stayed away from me, probably because they were afraid that my bad luck would rub off on them. Now, I'm not trivializing your life experiences, and you may have many reasons to feel like a victim. But beyond the events which contributed to your victim thinking or set you on that path, being a victim is created through your beliefs. And once you believe you're a victim, victimhood becomes your mindset. You probably tell everyone you know and a few people that you don't know about how bad your life is, its terrible circumstances, and how nothing goes right for you. Each new conversation becomes another opportunity to share your misery. And each new disaster becomes another confirmation of your victimhood. And these people probably agree with you and are sympathetic because their lives are in a terrible state as well. In fact, they're probably victims too. That's an excerpt from my book, From Victim to Victor, and you can get the book and read more about it in the link here. Once you start exploring the opportunities for reclamation, you can get overwhelmed by the realization that all your energy has been siphoned off by a variety of people and situations. No wonder you're having trouble manifesting. You feel like powerless is your middle name, and bad luck seems to follow you everywhere or you really believe that the universe has been ignoring you. 
When your energy is depleted by energy drains, you have no energy resources and you can't get your manifestation miracles or intention to work out. That's because you may have the process in place, but someone drained all the gas out of your gas tank and has been doing that for a very long time. Reclamation is the key to 5D success because we need all of our energy to create our reality and there is no karma in the higher frequencies. Another November theme is TRIM, which stands for transformation, which means to permanently alter the form of something, like cooking an egg and creating something new. R stands for release and remove, energy that conflicts with your transformation and blocks your peace of mind, heart, and spirit. Intention and integration. Intention creates an energy container and is the second step in manifestation. You know what the first step is if you took my idea manifestation class. But integration is equally important because you must create energetic space in your reality for your intention to manifest. And mastery and manifestation is how we show the universe that we are energetically sovereign by acknowledging our mastery and then using our creative power to manifest. Little side note here, you can't manifest when you're approaching manifestation as a victim because manifestation is an expression of your mastery. This isn't something that only special or gifted people can do. We are all capable of manifesting our reality. We do it every day. But now we must do it with greater intention and in alignment with our 5D ascension path. By approaching the process as a master, not a servant or initiate, we claim our authority to create miracles and give form to energy. This is the process of considered and determined intention. Not responding to the chaos and drama with scattered energy and hopes for a better future. Rather, setting an intention and aligning our energy with it deliberately and creatively. One of the big events in November is Saturn moving direct on November 5th, which is a big deal since it's in Pisces. I watch planetary cycles because they are important in setting the energy tone for the period. Saturn previously entered Pisces in December 1964 and in January 1994. If you can remember any significant events in your life at those times, this is coming back around for review, reconsideration, and the application of new methods, processes, and energies. And throw in a little bit of reclamation there too, especially if you were not fully using your power or you've experienced a lot of energy drains either then or since then. I do not agree with astrologers who talk about the dire effects of Saturn transits. I see Saturn as what it is, the force that removes temptation, digression, and misdirected energies from our path and forces us to narrow our field of vision to a single point of power. That's true now too. And when we achieve the Saturn-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, it's not exact, but it's close enough. Something that's happened only three times in the last 2,000 years, in the years 375 to 376, 1523 to 24, and from April 27th to May 6th, 1847. It will be another level of spiritual awakening, alignment, and integration. 
Saturn will be within 10 degrees of Neptune in 2024 and interestingly will conjunct Neptune and Aries in June 2025. There's some very interesting aspects as we go into 2025, which I won't cover here, but I will cover in my annual predictions for 2024. This is a 5D aspect, the discipline, grounding, and focus of Saturn connecting with spiritual, illusionary Neptune, creating an opportunity for us to achieve one of our ascension milestones, creating the synergy of human and divine, of material and spiritual. For now, we can use Saturn and Pisces to start embracing and embodying our spiritual and divine aspects into usable, serviceable forms by staying grounded in our humanity while also applying divine principles to create our reality in an intentional way. Now, I have always said it's just as bad to be too spiritual as it is to reject spirituality and be 100% material. Neither way accomplishes anything and being so materially ungrounded that we can't put five words together in a coherent sentence or ignoring the reality in front of us because we are too spiritual to mess with these things and be in our ego is simply foolish. Another great energy aspect this month, a gift from the stars, is Venus going into Libra on November 8th. This is another Venus rule placement. So we have double Venus energy happening here. And from Taurus, Venus's other rulership, we pull Uranus and Jupiter, both now in Taurus, into the mix of Libra-inspired themes like justice, balance, relationships, including romance and friendship, and revealing our enemies because Libra also represents open enemies. So you can expect to see more justice and the revelation of more corruption and dirty dealing, as well as finding out who your friends really are and being faced with some choices that may be difficult. And when inspired by Uranus, these can be quick, surprising, but very decisive. With Jupiter, they can be big, bold, and open you to more perspectives and more freedom. On November 13th, we have a new moon in Scorpio, which opposes Uranus and Taurus exactly. So the theme of revelation, justice, and getting out of your comfort zone is at work here. We also have a conjunction with Mars at 20 Scorpio, which is going to provide the action energy we need. What does it take for you to get so tired of not being happy that you decide it's time to do something else? You may reach that point in November, especially at this new moon. The full moon on November 27th in Gemini is sparsely aspected, but opening the door to exploring more of what we love and what we are good at. Gemini is creative and excels at multitasking, something that all of you with indigo energy love to do and need to do. Is it time to explore or expand a hobby or interest? Do you want to start a small side business and see what happens with it? This full moon would be a good time to do that since it also opposes Mars and Sagittarius and Mercury, Gemini's ruler, is also in Sagittarius. Remember November's theme of reclamation, reclaiming your energy. This is the time to do that, to get yourself out of the blame game. Stop revisiting the past with the could, should, would, didn't, can't, and never stories and try something new that feeds your soul and your bank account at the same time. 
Overall, November is a reprieve from the heavy eclipse energy of October, and it continues the theme we had starting in August as we move forward on our ascension path. To understand and make the most of November's energy, we need to see it as another step on a longer ascension trajectory that began in August. If you go back to the energy reports, August's theme was the inflection point where the force of transformation pushed us out of inertia and into action. Then in September, we had the conversion where everything that could be, must be, and had to be transformed came up for inspection. Then in October, we had the theme of catharsis, which was the big purge, the energy clean out, the tough choices of what to keep and what to let go of. Now in November, we may be stripped bare of everything we thought we needed and have to make a whole lot of new life choices, but we're free of distractions, temptations, and manipulations. Reclamation is not about taking your power back because you have no power without energy. Everything begins with energy. So reclaiming your energy is what restores your connection to your own power, and that's what we'll do this month. For extra support, we have both Mercury and Mars in freedom-loving Sagittarius this month, where they'll provide us with a new level of spiritual maturity. Sagittarius is Gemini's higher expression, helping us trade our karmic pathways in for upsourced creative expression. And as the third fire sign, it takes the brash, reckless Aries energy, the self-absorbed Leo, and turns them into self-aware, deliberate, and thoughtful, empowered masters. Energy reclamation is also the end of a rite of passage, where we throw off the mantle of the martyred healer and embrace the empowered master. Trim is our guideline for removing what is no longer necessary, what doesn't serve our intention and vision, and what drains our energy and prevents us from being fully aligned and congruent with our own energy resources. This isn't about balance, it's about congruence. It's not about the synergy of masculine and feminine energies. We have long moved beyond that. Anyone who's still talking about masculine and feminine energy balance doesn't understand where we are on the ascension path and probably thinks we're still trying to get through the veil between spiritual and material. Now more than ever, watch who you're following and be very aware of people who use coercion, fear, tricky sales tactics, manipulation, and glamour spells, and yes, that's a thing, to showcase their messages. Next month, the long planetary retrograde cycles end and we'll begin 2024 with a lot of accomplishments to empower our new journey into this eight year. If you're feeling tired and worn out, use November's energy to start your energy reclamation. Who or what is draining your energy and where can you start reversing that process? And remember, the longest journey happens one step at a time, and we live in the present moment, which is the moment in which you're breathing. Have a great month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. 
Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.